The average American household has $33,766 in savings. Meanwhile, the top 1% of American households have about $2.5 million in savings. Good news. The American household savings rate soared to 30% in April of 2020. But we're still a long way to go as a nation. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. Okay, on today's episode, we've titled it, You May Not be saving enough for retirement. And Dave's going to point out three different things that you can ask yourself to see if you are on track. So Dave, go ahead and take it away. Hello, and thanks for joining me today. As Nate said, we're going to talk about uh, three things that uh, you may actually need to change. You've heard some interesting statistics just now from Nate, and some of you might say alarming, right? The question I want to ask you today is, are you on track for your retirement? So forget about the statistics, forget about what everybody else is doing. How are you doing? If you are on track, fantastic. If you're not, or maybe you're not sure, stay with me here, and I'm going to do my best to help you in your personal finances. Okay, let's get into the nitty gritty. Number one. Here is one way to know if you may not be saving enough for retirement. Will you be taking Social Security as soon as you turn 62 years old? If so, that may tell me you will not have enough monthly income when you retire. And what I mean by that is you are going to be strongly dependent on your retirement to be connected to Social Security and you don't have enough assets other than retirement from Social Security. The second thing that I wanted to mention is, do you tend to keep a large balance in your checking account or your savings account? And what I mean mean by that is several thousand dollars. Some people do that. They're afraid of getting their money in the stock market, or they're just afraid of that type of business. They just don't understand money. And so they just leave it in their savings account or checking account. With the really low interest rate you get from having your money in those places, and the the way inflation is going right now, that is a terrible decision, unfortunately. And what it means is that may be a sign that you do not have enough going into your retirement accounts. Or it could be you just don't know, like I mentioned, what to do with this money. And it gets kicked down the road for another day and you never get around to putting automatic savings in place. Lastly, are you planning to downsize into a smaller home as soon as you retire, or maybe move to a less expensive state, as an example? This may be a great idea for you. However, if your sole reason is to have some extra cash to live on in retirement, you may be headed for some challenging times ahead. So, again, the example is, Well, maybe I haven't saved very much, but I'm going to sell my house. I'm going to have a ton of money and I'm going to really live life in retirement. Well, 
If that's the way you're thinking, I, I'm going to guess that you're going to have a challenge when you retire. Okay, so there you have the three ways you not be, may not be saving enough for retirement. Let's talk about what you can do to ameliorate this situation. First, if you do take Social Security at 62 and not wait until 66 or 67, which is the current retirement age, you will be receiving 25 to 35% less every single month the rest of your life. So let's say if you work till full retirement age, which right now is about 66 and two months, and you receive $2,000 a month, if you chose to take that same Social Security at age 62, instead of $2,000 a month, your monthly Social Security check will be about $1,500 a month. And that's for the rest of your life. So by taking it early, you're leaving $6,000 on the table every single year. Not good. Secondly, if you are the kind of person that keeps a very large amount of money in your checking or savings account and are not fully participating in your company's retirement program or regularly putting money into a Roth IRA, I'm afraid you not, may not be setting aside enough for your retirement. Instead, take that extra money and set it up to have it go automatically into a mutual fund like a S&P 500 fund through, say, Vanguard or Fidelity. Now, if what I just mentioned is kind of foggy to you, if you're not sure what that means, what an IRA is or an S&P 500 fund, or even what is Vanguard or Fidelity, I don't have the time now to share all the specifics on that, but let me encourage you to do a little homework. There's tons of advice about those subjects online. The last thing I want to mention is the idea of downsizing your house. It may be just fine for you. However, if that is the only reason is to get some cash, you may need to start socking away more money before you retire. If you're over 50, the government allows you to catch up and contribute more to your retirement. You can add an extra $6,500 to your annual 401k contribution limit which is your work account, for a total of $26,000 per year. Now, if you have an IRA, like a Roth IRA, you can add an additional $1,000 for a total of $7,000 a year. Yeah, so some good stuff there. And I think it really made me think, well, are you planning on retiring early and you're counting on Social Security? Well, Maybe it makes more sense to wait a little bit longer and plan for a bigger nest egg before retiring. And then to the other point, I know a lot of people, they just sit there with their money in the checking account or the saving account and they're afraid to use it because they don't want to lose it. Right, right. And that mentality, unfortunately, you're going to lose money when you compare it up to inflation. So, you know, it's just going to sit there and really you're losing money as time goes on. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it's actually called the time value of money. And if you're getting, let's say, 0.1% on your money in your savings or checking account. Which is essentially nothing. Which is essentially nothing. And pretty much everywhere you go today, that's where it's at. And inflation is going to be, I guess, 5 or 6% this year. You're losing a tremendous amount of buying power, say, 5, 10 years down the road. And when you're ready to retire, you're not going to have real money, spendable money. 
So this subject we talked about is a little bit tough because you're probably thinking, well, I get a house, I can downsize, I'll have extra money then. I'm going to retire at 62 so I can really enjoy life. I don't want to wait until I'm 66. I may not be healthy. Well, there's reasons for maybe retiring early if your health is bad. But if your health is good, I would say work till 65, 66, 67 or so. You're going to have more income and have a more enjoyable retirement. Well, that and also, I mean, in your case, you retired at 55. Right. And you did that because you had prepared ahead of time with your investments so that you didn't have to rely on Social Security. And Social Security has never been a big plan to your future. You always set your own investments and were in control of that. Obviously, you didn't control when the market goes up and down. Right. But you knew over time it was going to go up and you got your investments to a level where you could retire at a younger age. That's correct. Yeah. And still, I'm 66 now and I haven't taken Social Security yet. And everybody's circumstances are different. But my main focus on this podcast from the very beginning is to start saving and start saving early and then put it in investments that goes up in value. That's my goal in life. And this podcast is try to encourage you to not wait, not put it off, but put your money to work for you. Do it for you so you'll have a better retirement when that day comes. All right. Three things I'm going to leave with you today. Whatever your age, start now and open a retirement account or add to your current one. You should save a minimum of 10% of your income every pay period for that purpose. And as you get further along, I would encourage you to go to 15% and even 20%. Some even go crazy and have much higher. But if you can just start with 10%, I guarantee you it's going to change your life. And you're going to look back in four or five years and say, wow, look at that. Look how much money I have in retirement. All right. The extra money in your checking account is not doing you any good in regard to a fulfilling retirement. Put it to work in a 401k or IRA today. The last thing is if you keep those good savings and investing habits during your career, you will be in much better shape to not have to take Social Security income early. And that is what I call a win-win. So as I emphasize pretty much every podcast, don't delay. Write down today what specific things, what you will do to win with money and just do it. Yeah, such great advice. And we really hope that you're listening to this episode, you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, you know, Am I doing enough with my retirement saving? Am I saving enough? And again, as Dave mentioned, just at least start with 10% of your income. Just set that aside and put that in an IRA. Put that to work towards your retirement to prepare for your future. And one of the previous episodes, we actually talked about IRAs. But in the next episode, we're going to learn the difference between a Roth 401k and a Roth IRA. Maybe you're wondering, what is a Roth 401k or what is a Roth IRA? We're going to go all into the details on the next episode. So next week, Dave will tackle this subject and help you to better understand the two. And better yet, get you motivated to start one or add more to it. Dave, we have another quote, another famous quote from Albert Einstein. Yep. Yeah, this is an interesting one too. 
Now, you know Albert Einstein as this brilliant person that uh, most of us would consider probably the smartest man that ever lived in a lot of ways. But here's, here's a quote that I thought I'm going to end you with that uh, you might find pretty interesting. This is coming from a physics guy. Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it, earns it. He who doesn't, pays it. <laughs>